There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Five, four, three, two, one. Waiting for tonight. Oh, when you will be here in my arms. Uh, waiting for tonight. Oh, mm. I dreamed of this love for so long. Waiting for tonight. Uh. Whoa. Oh. Okay, okay. Honestly, it is true. <laughs> Oh man, we should just let you rock on that one. Yeah. I think of this forever. Yeah. And I feel your lips <laughs> on my fingertips. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, lonely, huh? All alone in my bed. Okay. Tossing oh, and turning, emotions were strong. Strong. I knew I had to hold on. What? Waiting for tonight. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Shantarangsu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm J Lo. <laughs> Let's get it. J Lo Blades in the house. And you know what? Let's just get right into this one. Let's just get into it. This man right here, uh, what a blessing and an honor to have him on the podcast today. We going way back to OG YouTube days. Um, one of the greats, one of the originators, one of the one of the pioneers in this shit, like me. Uh, we've collaborated a handful of times. Um, and you know what? He's uh, uh, he's definitely one of the OGs and the goats in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I can't wait to to uh, to to have this conversation. Make some noise for Deshaun Raw, aka Super Hot Fire. <laughs> My guy. But I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. What's good, y'all? What's, What's good? What's good, dog? Oh, what? Hey, let's go. Fancy. Let's go. Millions of views together. I poured you a little tequila if you want it. Tim poured it. We'll get you some more. We'll get you some more. Okay. We got a bottle. Don't worry. Oh, that's a bottle of tequila. We got a bottle. That's from the house, Tim. That's for you, dog. Brand new. Okay. You can uh, you can put on headphones if you want. You don't have to. Okay. Or you can just rock. Rick, just rock. Okay, cool. Well, first of all, dog. What's good? Man, 2021, I'm happy. Uh-huh. I'm feeling good. I'm happy to see old friends. Yeah. Um, 
I'm happy the pandemic is kind of closing yeah, a little man. bit. Things kind of going back to normal. Um, shit, let me see. Spiral just dropped. Y'all check that out. Spiral just dropped in theaters. Tell us about it. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, hey. That's all I'm He like, I'm like, I don't know this, but I'm went to go see it. You know what I mean? So I was like, was that a plug already? Man, look. Hey, bro. Like, what the fuck? What you yes. been up to? First of all, first yes. of all, it's good to okay. see you. It's good to see you. Yes, it's good to see I don't you. even know when the last time I saw you was. I know when the last time I saw you. When was this? Jay Snow. Do I sound cool in the headphones? Yeah, you sound great. Okay, Jay Snow skit rumors. Me, you, Snow, you pulled up to Compton in Audi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, this man's living dangerous. <laughs> this, well, this man put up straight to Compton in a $200,000 well, 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 skit. I'm like, there's bloods down here. <laughs> one, one, it, it was in the Pyru area. That's what was funny. Uh, two, um, I lived right next I lived right next to Compton. I was coming from Paramount. It was like a 10-minute drive. Ooh. And, and, and three... That was the only car I was driving, so I had no Which choice. Do, <laughs> this is my everyday car. Ah, shit, but that, that was a long time ago. Like 2013, yeah. 2013 was the last time I seen you. Yeah, but we, yeah. we uh, you know, we go way back. You hit me up for one of the, uh, you know, iconic Super Hot Fire freestyle battle videos. Me and Rick, we were our chunk dirty characters. Um, Gas Money, of course, yeah. a, a banger to this day. Yeah. Um and uh, you randomly Facetime me like a month or two ago. How <laughs> we were shooting? Yeah, no we. Chaser. Oh no, cha no chaser in my backyard. You weren't there, Blades. But like, I got a Facetime call from you, and I was like, and yo, I normally never answer Facetime calls from people who I don't like. The number's not stored, so I just did one. I answered it and I put it up to the sky. <laughs> like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and I seen your face. I was like, what the fuck? What's up, man? <laughs> um. So first of all, I think the people want to know. Uh, what you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, first, before I get into that, yes. I would just like to say, Timothy De La Ghetto, you are one of my biggest inspirations, man. When I started on YouTube, I used to just watch your vlogs for days at a time. You had like 400 vlogs. <laughs> I watched them in order back in like 2010. They would just go and repeat in succession. So when I was working on my channel, when I was writing my skits, when I was editing, when I was promoting, you know what I mean? Before anything, bro, I was watching your videos. I was watching you go on tour. I was watching you living your life with your friends, making money through YouTube, bro. And that was just a dream of mine, bro. Mm -hmm. So in 2010, when I'm at community college, I'm watching you and you are just like living out my dreams, bro. And I'm just like, man, if I could just do what he's doing or anything's close, I'll be like happy. So Man, I just want to say watching you was like huge, huge and Thank following you, in your footsteps and, you know, and everything you've done with, with YouTube, you know, I would just watch you for days like on some Kobe shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> like, man. You know people be watching, you know, his highlights, bro, I just watch that every day. Wake up, watch Tim, go to work. Wake up, watch Tim, <laughs> go to work. Wake up, watch Tim, go to work. Hey, man. So, Hey, I, yeah. I appreciate that, bro. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm glad, you know, we got to make it. I'm glad you made it popping on your own. Yet, You know, I'm saying your shit was super popping and it was like, um, when I seen the super hot videos the first time, I think everybody was like, yo, first of all, this is hilarious. It was viral. It was everywhere. And um, so I think, you know, when you hit me up to when you hit us up to be in one, it was like, oh, of course, we got to do this. How can yeah. we not do this? Yeah. Good thing. Um, good thing we had a, a mutual homegirl. Yeah. Uh, Cause Tina. like, yeah, Tina. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause like, didn't you go to school with her or some shit? Yeah, my homies went to school with her. She went to Rancho. I went to Etiwanda. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We 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 stalked her. She's we seen her in one of your videos. We at her door. Tina, where's Tim? What's Tim's number? Tina, please. I'm I'm funny. Look, I do a little dance for you. Like like, bro. We seen Tina with you, and we was trying to do this YouTube shit. We're already watching you. We seen that in a skit. We're like, man, it was every day. As a matter of fact, bro. We weren't even supposed to start posting for months. We we had the whole thing planned out. I had wrote like a hundred skits. We had everything. We had to start filming the editing. We're like, all right, we're gonna post everything like in four months and five months, bro. And then when we seen Tina in your video, we was like, fuck it, let's go now. This is how thirsty we were as young YouTubers. <laughs> we interviewed Tina. Oh, I remember. So, 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 so <laughs> Tina is in Tim's skit. And we're, you know, just, you know what I mean, someone in this skit. So we go and we interview her. What was it like being in Tim's skit? What does he like to eat? What color what socks he did he like have on? What, what did, does he hum or does he sing out loud? <laughs> so we are interviewing someone who was just in a skit with him for our channel. Like, please subscribe to us. We interviewed someone who filmed with Tim. Like, that's that's where we started from. Man, it's funny because I... I I didn't even know Tina like that. We just randomly met at some Thai New Year event. And um, it might have been like a club. And then we met. We linked up. And then um, I put it in that video. And then she was like, yeah, I have these like I have these friends. that like They, they should video. They wanted to know if you would be in their videos. And I don't remember uh, how. Oh, you know what? I think I met you the first, first time. Um, no, wait. Because you put us in that skit with Batch. You're the person that person to introduce me to king bat yeah yeah it was because yeah was yeah because yeah, you, you hit us you hit us up to be the uh couples cheating therapy yes and uh, only ones only ones me you king batch damn spoken reasons jason that shit was crazy what's funny about that video Ricky is shucks. When, when you hit me up you know uh I didn't know who King Batch was, right? His his profile picture was like a fucking webcam picture at that point, right? <laughs> I was like, who is this dude? Why? And in, in my head, I was like, I mean, this dude must be hilarious if he's here with all these current YouTube greats, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and then Batch hit me up after that to be in one of his skits, and I was like, why does this have a fucking ten thousand dollar budget? What the yeah. is this motherfucker rich? Who is this guy? You know. But anyways, enough about him. Fuck batch. We talking about you. <laughs> oh no. uh, no, y'all gonna see the babysitter. <laughs> babysitter one and two on Netflix. <laughs> every, every every movie on Netflix. Yeah, half the movies on Netflix is mad. <laughs> is this a documentary about cars? <laughs> Ah, you know, as the world becomes increasingly uncomfortable, we're all looking for as much comfort as we can get. Now, you know me, it's like sometimes it gets a little chilly in here, so I brought this comfy robe because I like being comfortable, you know? And uh, one thing I can always count on is how comfortable my purple mattress is, okay? That's because purple is comfort reinvented. Only purple has the grid. It's a stretchy gel material that's amazingly supportive for your back and legs while cushioning your your shoulders, neck, and hips. I don't know how they do it. It's just fantastic, all right? Because of how it's designed, the grid doesn't trap air. Air actually circulates and flows through it, so you'll never overheat. It's lit! The grid bounces back as you move and shift, unlike memory foam, which remembers everything. That's why memory foam has craters and divots. Shake my head. So, 
The purple mattress is super comfortable. You know what I'm saying? It's good. I, your boy has bad posture, so it's good for me. It helps me kind of just, like, uh, get comfy, and it's not too stiff. It's not too soft. Like, sometimes when stuff is too soft, I can't really sleep. So purple is perfect. And just for you guys, I got a special treat. Purple really is comfort for an uncomfortable world, and right now you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash nochaser10. And use promo code NOCHASER10. That's purple.com slash NOCHASER10 with promo code NOCHASER10. One more time, for 10% off any order of $200 or more, purple.com slash NOCHASER10. Promo code NOCHASER10. Terms apply. Yo, are you itching for the outdoors? I know I am. It's barbecue season, baby. So let's get that summer cookout ready, okay? Now, Listen here, man. Your boy loves meat. Your boy loves barbecue meat. No pause. Not everyone has convenient access to high-quality meat. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I F with the Butcher Box, bro. Not gonna lie. I'm going off script here. The meat from Butcher Box is quality, bruh. I'm talking about as soon as we started cooking up our meat from Butcher Box, I texted Rick. I was like, bruh, this meat is fire and he was like yo fire and we all just kind of gushed about how fire the meat is all right and that's because um you know it's really hard to find 100 grass-fed finished beef free-range organic chicken um humanely raised pork or wild-caught salmon at the grocery store and i got y'all it's lit because every month ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high quality meat right to your home. No added antibiotics or hormones ever. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals. That's a whole lot of meat. ButcherBox is a no-brainer, okay? It's the best meat shipped right to your door, which means one less trip to the grocery store bars. ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. With ButcherBox, you get the highest quality meat around for just $6 per meal. And they even have free shipping nationwide except alaska and hawaii sorry guys and all you got to do sign up select your box and they ship it right to your door every month and when you sign up now you get a free barbecue bundle in your first box that's two ny strip steaks six burgers five pounds of drumsticks damn all for free in your first box wow that's lit who doesn't love a free meal just go to butcherbox.com slash no chaser that's butcherbox.com slash no chaser to get a free barbecue bundle in your first box box wow but i also remember bro i also remember the day you hit me up telling me to delete all my youtube videos yeah i'm happy you didn't go with that <laughs> yeah i'm happy you didn't go that's not for everybody it wasn't for me I'm like, okay so shit let, can, let, can we talk about that i did call you and was like bro delete your shit yes man i don't okay so look i don't know i don't know what you were i don't know what's yeah. going on yeah. you hit me up i was like what's it up going. Bro? it was going. It was going like a motherfucker you said hey man youtube has nothing for you delete all your videos right now <laughs> i was like Huh? <laughs> you was like, delete them right now. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm good, bro. And then the next day, fucking Deshaun Ra deletes all his YouTube videos. Not private. Yeah. Deletes all his YouTube videos. So what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> I just deleted all my videos. You know what I mean? For, to, for a breath of fresh air. You know. That's all. Just a breath of fresh air. It's, <laughs> it's dark in the little, little what was it called? Oh, fuck, fuck. When you like in a room and it's like uh stuffy. Start okay. start getting a little stuffy. A little claustrophobic. Start getting a little claustrophobic on the channel. You know, in the internet world. And it just start getting a little stuffy. So I just delete everything. <sighs> and I was able to breathe. But I mean, um, yeah, um, I told this story before. Um, and I was like, you know, I was riding around listening to Jay-Z. Uh-huh. Uh, the black album, and I was like, you know, he right, you know, I'm out, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. What more can I say? They don't miss you till you're so, dead or you're gone. Till you're dead. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. So, you, so you're trying to go on? Yeah, I'm they gone, don't miss so you. can miss me. That's what I'm saying. He you dropped the black DMX album and then he backed out. You see DMX sales. <laughs> All right, you know what I mean? Y'all wasn't listening to the Rough Riders album three months ago. Stop playing. Come on. Now everybody wants to stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. Listen, I, I got to leave. You know what I mean? To get, to get this shit really popping. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. So that was one little mindset. And there was a bunch of other stuff. I mean, man, um, you know, one year, honestly, one year I'm working at um, a gas station. This is 2011. I ain't working at a gas station. You know, by 2012, have about a hundred million views, more worldwide, um, from the gas station to a hundred million views in a year. Um, uh, deals. I was writing with Loader Squad. I was writing with um, uh, Ridiculousness. I was writing on some MTV shows. Um, I was going to meetings, HBO, BT, MTV from my own television show. Um, I was working with a lot of big agents and big people. I mean, in, in like 365 days. So it was a lot. You know what I mean? When your phone is going off, you know, and there's like new people around you, new um, So energy. you needed to take control. You was feeling out of control. You was like, I got to do something to get back in control. And I also deleted everything to focus on stand-up comedy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, okay, I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to, you know, it's like the YouTube channel I was in the paint. You know what I mean? Stand-up comedy is from the three-point line. Okay. Mm. So I'm in the paint. I'm in the paint. Everybody, and I step out to the three, uh -huh. and everybody's like, you can't shoot. And they was right. <laughs> <laughs> they were absolutely <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I was a so terrible stand-up comedian. Oh, my God. So I'm in the paint, and I'm doing good. You know, I'm scoring in the paint on YouTube, doing the comedy, and I'm like, man, I'm about to step out to the three. So I, I delete it. I go out to do stand-up comedy, and I'm just go out to the three, and I'm just missing and missing and missing. Shit. As a matter of fact, this is a true story. As a matter of fact, uh, hold on. Uh, uh, where are they now on the Before They Were Famous channel? Mm. Uh, McFry, Mc, Mc, McDonald's. McFly. McFly. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they posted some shit about me like last week that was not true. Uh, uh, where are they now? It's at like a hundred thousand views, but it was like, oh, I deleted my channel and started some contest, and nobody entered the contest, and da -da -da. that's not true. So I just okay. want to say that right now, that's not true. McDowell's, you you could have DM me. That's not true. Where are they now? Before they were from? That's not true. What happened was, I deleted all my YouTube channel. I deleted my YouTube channel to focus on stand up because I was like, I'm gonna be a great stand up comedian, and it starts today. <laughs> and so I deleted all my shit to be a great stand up comedian. Went on tour called the Hoopla Tour. Uh -huh. I had shows set up. I had the Ontario Improv where I did a show in front of 350 people, and then my my guy told me the the booking agent was like, All right, cool. You do the Ontario Improv, you kill at the Ontario Improv, we going to Irvine. You kill Irvine, we going to Long Beach. You kill Long Beach, we going here. So my booking agent's like, bro, you just I got the show set up, but you knew you ain't never really did stand-up before, so I got people who gonna mess with you, but they gotta know you could do it. Da -da -da -da. I said, no problem. So I went to Ontario Improv, I'm in front of 300 friends and family, and I bombed. Ah, Bad, yeah. The deleted channel, like, oh, I'm the greatest dinner comedian ever. Y'all come see. That was like, oh, this ain't it. Ah, this, I mean, crickets. I had my barber in the front row, the hoopla tour. I started after I deleted my channel. Uh -huh. I'm at the Ontario Improv 2013. My barber's in the front row. I'm telling jokes. 
my barber like can't look at me. He oh. like he like ah uh, yeah ah, uh. and then his daughter yeah. <laughs> he got his daughter with him in the front row. It's people I know in the front row, and they're like. Uh, and I'm just on stage, like <laughs> I'm funny, yeah. Like, bro, I'm telling all types of bad jokes and stuff. And it was like, it it was 300 people there, and I just bombed like for minutes. And then I I wasn't good at stand up, so the other comedians went over their time, and I didn't know that about going over their time yet. So, but I'm going on tour, so the comedians went over their time, so I had less time. Uh. So now I'm on stage. And then the light come on. Mm. So they're like, boom. I still got like half my set left. So now I'm arguing with the people at the back. Mm. So, so, people, so, so people are at the show, the tour, the hoopla tour, mm. dry. I'm dry, wait. And then on top of that, yeah. this light is on. Man, I got, oh, God. I got 15 more minutes. Man, I'm thinking, of, y'all gonna do me like this? Oh, my this God. This how y'all gonna do me? Like, you just see the people in the stage, uh, yeah. in, the, in the crowd, like, ooh, we yeah. gotta go. Yeah. Like, oh. So on top of the bad material, there, <laughs> there was an incident with the timing. So like, so people were just like, damn, this is terrible. And I'm on stage, man. And now I, man, I thought I was just gonna kill it. Like yeah. I remember walking on stage. I had I had a pen that I've been writing my jokes with, uh-huh. and I said, <laughs> before I go on stage, I'm gonna drop the pen. And I'm gonna kill everybody with these jokes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So they like, you know, they, I got the pen in my hand. Like, yeah, I'm gonna drop the pen. Then I'm gonna kill it. Uh-huh. Drop the pen. Turn was... around and wanted to pick it back <laughs> up. Nope. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to rewrite a couple. Yeah. Things. It's just <laughs> no. Hey. Drop the pen into and okay. Wait, but wait. Yeah. So then the show, I delete all my videos. I'm going on tour. I'm the greatest stand-up comedian ever. Go do the show at the Ontario Improv to set up other shows. I bomb, and then. I start getting into it with the 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 Ontario Improv because of the, <laughs> because of the time of the set. Yeah. Okay, so then after that, get off stage, and the worst part about my whole night uh-huh. is that I go to the homie's house. Mm-hmm. We in apartment. We in rancho. We in apartments. Like house full of people. Maybe like twenty five people. Got the homies in there. We smoking and drinking. I just bombed the worst bomb you ever seen. I'm in there with the homies. Hey, bro. You killed it, dog. Uh, hey, bro. Hey, you be doing your shit. Uh, hey, bro. You, bro, you like Martin or something? Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, man. Bro, bro, I'm on a balcony, bro, and everybody smoking, drinking, telling me how good I did. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. It, it like this. This is this was awful. And then that's when I was like. That's what really made me mad. Cause I'm like, I clearly bombed, but I appreciated people who was telling me, like, oh bro, that shit was trash. Like for a week's at a time, right, right. those are my real homies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had a few people like, bro. So you you knew, even with everyone gassing you up, you knew that it wasn't a good It was terrible, bro. And I had a group of people around me partying like, bro, that shit was hot. When the Irvine show. Mm. Nigga, ain't no Irvine show. <laughs> There's nothing. The book oh, was that was supposed out. to be good. So the show, <laughs> the, the tour show. ended after that. It ended bad. Billy Sorrells didn't get paid. My bad, oh. Billy. I'm gonna get you. I owe him like a check. He he got <laughs> he got into it with the uh with the promoter because Billy come after the show like, hey, where my money at? I'm like, bro, you gotta talk to the promoter. Da, da, da. Yeah. Promoter at the bar taking drinks. He only had a hundred. He owed Billy like three hundred. So Billy got him roughed up. He fighting at the Ontario Mills Mall. Oh, Billy Sorrells and the promoter. His waves got disheveled. <laughs> it's all bad at that point. Hey, Billy Sorrells is a G. It was like, man, I got kids. I got kids. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, I don't handle that. I'm just the artist. <laughs> I'm just the artist, man. I know, you gotta talk to management. <laughs> but yeah, so bro, it went terrible. 
Okay, so then delete the channel for that. Okay, so, okay, so. It's dope that you can admit that you tried and failed, though. I mean, yeah. stand-up's not easy at all. That's mm -mm. one reason why I never dived into it like that. Because, you know, once you get a little audience, you get a lot of, like, people trying to get you into the clubs just because they know you'll fill seats. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm like, I was never trying to really do that and bomb because I know I'm not good at it yet. You feel yeah. me? If I was to ever try, you know? So that's that's good that you can humble yourself like that mm -hmm. and admit to that, you know? Yeah, it was it was definitely a humbling experience, 1,000%, man. And then after that, because I was like, oh, I'm funny, just give me a mic. Look at the views. See, I'm funny. I got millions of views. Don't that prove it? Give me a mic. Give me a stage and let me talk about my day. <laughs> no, that's not how that shit works. You need act outs. You need callbacks. You need punchlines. You need setups. It's shit I had to learn. Right. You know what I mean? That I learned later after reading stand-up comedy books and really respecting it. I later went to uh, New York. Me and Jay Snow uh, lived in New York for a year, and we did stand-up for a year, which was like uh, the college for me. We did that in like 2018, 19. Okay. And um, in New York, you can go to like four different comedy clubs every night for a week. Yeah. And never see the same comedy club. Right. Because it's just so many clubs and so many millions of people. So all the open mics be packed. So I went back and had to get experience. I went back and got seasons. I went back. I did stand up in Atlanta. I did stand up in Omaha. I went back. You know, I I, I got a lot uh, better than that initial bomb. You don't even know how to tell a joke mm -hmm. in 2013. But yeah, that's 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 what happened. That's what happened. But I'm back with new material in 2021. Okay. Uh, Super High Fire versus the Baby. I got a new Super High Fire battle coming. Okay. I got a Super High Fire show. I got a bunch of new Deshaun Ross skits. So I'm back on YouTube. I've been doing stand up in the streets for a long time because even before I went to New York, I was out in the IE doing stand up for like a year and a half. Mm. I went back to open mics because you know I had a fan base, I had a following, yeah. people know me, so I'm just like booking me shows. So I went from bombing at shows to just starting signing my name up at open mics, Deshaun Raw under go. Mike Kozowski, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going up there, you know what I mean? All right, Taylor Thomas and after that, um, super high fire. Like I'm, I'm like a real open mics people. So bro, I, I went to the open mic set, did that for years. I did a few more shows. I did some specials that I filmed that I even didn't like. I did some specials that I don't like to this day, but I'm still getting better. You know, it's like if you yeah. it's like if you start rapping and then your first year or two, you don't really like those mixtapes. So you're like, ah, fuck. But you know your fifth and sixth mixtape is going to be fire. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I bombed. I did specials. I did shows. I done did 45 minutes on stage a number of times. That's crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm still working on it. Yeah, it's hard, man. Stand-up is crazy. But, uh, but, uh, but I'm also back to stand-up. I'm back to doing YouTube. But I was doing stand-up. I mean, YouTube, but I was on stand-up for years, man. I went to New York for a year and a half. I was in California for a year and a half doing stand-up. I was in Atlanta for a year doing stand-up. I've been doing stand-up pretty much this whole time. But I'm even right now, I still got a long way to go as far as knowing you can get better and stuff like that. But uh, I have a long way to go. But I've been doing stand-up for years and years and years and years. And I'm still not ready to show people. Right. Hence, I'm doing skits and... <laughs> and rap battle parodies and stuff, yeah. Man, uh, I, there was something I always wanted to ask you, right? Because you're probably not going to remember this, but I'm going to ask the question first. Was it big for you to try to do it without anybody's cosign? Yes, yes. Okay, man. so yes. do you remember when you sold me a phone? I sold you a phone? <laughs> exactly. No. I knew you would remember. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I break down. Yeah, I break down. No, no, no. Before that. Before break It down, was before that. Happened. During the, the video deleting shit, you was like, I need to get rid of this phone. You said it on, on uh, somewhere. I don't know. And I needed a phone at the time. I was like, I bought that shit. It was a newer iPhone. So you came to the crib. 
you sold me that shit. And as you was leaving, you was like, hey, I forgot to delete the numbers in there. Don't call Chris Rock or Soulja Boy. <laughs> 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 I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I was thinking, I was like, I feel like he doesn't want to have people to reach out to. Like, he just want to go and get it. Yeah. Was that the reason? Man, that's a huge reason. Um, and I don't have no problem with people um, at all. But it did get to a point, man, where... Um, after Chris Rock called me, to be honest with you, after he called me, all I heard was his name like 20, 30 times a day. And that's nothing wrong with that. But it's just like, I don't I don't like that, man. After I just don't like that, man. Like, you know, I, I don't like that. It's nothing personal. Like, I, it's, it's OK. But, you know, if we did the Comedy Central pilot and the and the pilot would have got picked up and then I would have been in movies and stuff like that. I, I just feel like I mean, even I mean, even to this day, it's just always uh um, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Rock. I mean, you know, I'll be with my homies. When the last time you talked to me? When the last time you spoke to me? Aren't you cool? What's our relationship? Da, da, da. And I don't know if superstars realize that once they work with somebody, uh-huh. how everybody in their life now, that's all they talk about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that got extremely annoying, man, because I used to be the YouTube kid, you know? Yeah. I used to be the viral sensations, you know? You know, when, when my when my when my friends and when my family and in, in, in the buildings, I was the YouTube sensation. And then when I walk in the building, I'm the little homie. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. I mean, and I don't care if the big homie's a billionaire. It's like <laughs> I walk into a building. Let's say it's a YouTube studio building. Da da da. Oh, Deshaun Raw. Da 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 da. Bro, after that video, I walk into a building. Have you talked to Chris? Yeah, Where's yeah. Chris? How you doing? Know, okay, maybe we was thinking it, like it, yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a little bit of that, but it. it I mean, it was a little bit of, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being under somebody and people showing you the ropes. But, man, that, honestly, it's extremely annoying. I, I mean, honestly, it's extremely like, bro, you know, I'm I'm, 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 I'm all right at comedy. Like, I'm a little talented. Like, I could, <laughs> like, I could do something. Yeah. Like You want to, you know like, I mean? but, Chris Rock reached out to me because I'm good. Yeah. Stop acting that. like I'm just... A product of Chris Rock, nigga. I'm good. Right, yeah, right, right. see me. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, it's like now when I, then when I after I walked to, after I worked with Chris Rock, I walk into these buildings or these places and they be like, "Oh, where's Chris Rock?" He, oh, he ain't with you. Uh, <laughs> I was just Deshaun. Shit, man. Damn. Oh, well, we got a TV deal. Oh, just, you know. But yeah. so it was just like I seen people get deflated, like, mm-hmm. and I was like, Ugh, you know what I mean? And I'm like, if people getting deflated, bro. Like, bro, I need a little bit, you know what I mean, more help than this. You know what I mean? Like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. My thing. If you, like, a big, famous star, you know, celebrity, and you reach out to a artist that's on a smaller level, um, you know, take them, you know, put them in a bubble, and then, like, really, like, you know, yeah, like, type. You know what I mean? Like, really, like, put effort into it. Really, like, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, because... Um, um, I don't know that too. I was expecting, I don't know what's going to be in this interview or not, but yeah, like when I did the, uh, uh, I made a lot of mistakes with the Comedy Central pilot, but one thing I did the pilot and, um, I thought I was working on the pilot with Chris Rock, like, you know what I mean? And then when we start filming and stuff, Chris Rock was in New York mm. and I'm like, bro, I thought we was doing this TV show together. He's like, bro, that's your show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Bro, I'm like 12. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is my show. Like, yeah. bro, I just came from, I just graduated. Yeah. Bro, like, you've been doing this since the 90s. Like, okay, well, shit. All right. Well, right, you you moved there. You stand right. right there. Damn. Yeah. And, uh, you put the lights right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like uh, a lot of stuff, like a lot of conversations, a lot of stuff. So was uh, he was he involved at all? Like in the in the process? Oh, yeah. Big way. I mean, he, um, okay. Not to keep talking about Chris. Okay, now I got a great story. Okay, I'm going to tell you a great story. 
fuck it. I don't fuck it. What, what else we got to do with stories? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now uh, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes you know you just don't have time to do stuff, right? And a lot of the times, I don't have time to read. Who reads? But that's why I love Audible, okay? I be in my car all the time. I'm driving. I'm in traffic. And not only do they have audio books, but they have podcasts. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more like original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts, okay? And like I said, with Audible Plus... You get full access to their popular Plus catalog. Now you can listen to all you want to thousands and thousands of popular audiobooks, original entertainment, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. Wow. You'll also find guided fitness, meditation, and sleep tracks for better rest. Now we, you know, now that we got this baby, me and Chia are always just putting on some like random ambiance or some type of white noise to help us sleep. Super handy. Puts us to sleep, puts the baby to sleep, it's lit. And it's all available to download and stream so you can listen anywhere on any device, okay? You can download or stream without limit and you can listen offline anytime, anywhere. And check this out. All you gotta do is go to audible.com slash no chaser or text no chaser to 500-500. So like I said, visit audible.com slash no chaser or text no chaser to 500 Five zero zero, and you can get all those special treats. Yo, do you have trouble finding the perfect gift for someone to make them go, wow, oh my God, I love this? Well, check this out, y'all. You guys need to try Cameo, not only because Cameo's lit, but because I'm also on Cameo, okay? Cameo is a new sponsor of our show. Cameo lets you surprise loved ones with personalized video shout-outs from their favorite stars. I'm talking about from... Um, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful, uh, Randy Jackson from American Idol, Snooki, and of course, me. Wow, it's lit. And let me tell you something. Since y'all are paying me, I literally say almost anything you want me to say. I've roasted people. I've um, said romantical things. I've said disrespectful things. It's whatever y'all really want the people to say because you guys are paying for it so yeah man there's someone for everyone with tens of thousands of stars to request from cameo lets you connect with some of the biggest entertainers in tv film music sports snoop floyd mayweather chris tucker caitlin jenner david hasselhoff Lindsay lohan and ice cube wow cameo provides the kind of real life connection you used to only be able to get from a once in a lifetime chance encounter or backstage passes at a show Perfect for birthdays, graduation, weddings, Father's Day, or even just a case of the Mondays. People use Cameo for all kinds of things. Shoutouts, roasts, thank you messages, all that shit. And I'm telling you, it's super fun. Go to Cameo.com, request your personalized video, and the star you choose will send back something to make that person you love go wow. Don't just buy a gift. Make a Cameo and go to Cameo.com. So, I get an email from, um, who do I get an email from? I get an email from like Three Arts Entertainment, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, uh, we want to sign you. We want to help you get a show." And then I get a hit from Overbrook. That was Will Smith's mm -hmm. production company. And I was like, I had a meeting with Overbrook, and they were like, "Hey, you know, Deshaun, why you're funny? You know, you know, we we want to see, you know, what's your show ideas?" So I had a meeting with Overbrook, and I had a meeting with like Three Arts, and I called Chris, and I was like, "What's good, bro?" He was like, "What's up?" I was like, hey, man, I got to get a TV show. And he was like, a TV show? 
I don't think you like ready for no TV show. And I was like, all right, listen, either I'm going to get a TV show through you or I'm going to give a TV show on my own because I got already people hitting me for a TV show. So he was like, all right, let me call you back. <laughs> so then he called me back and was like, all right, we're going to meet with uh, Fox. We're going to meet you with HBO. We're going to meet you with County Central. We're going to meet with da 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 So I had some meetings on my own. And then I met with these people. So as far as, man, Chris Rock, uh, yeah, he mean, I met HBO because of him. I met uh, Fox because of him. I met Comedy Central because of him. And um, I met, like, I went to all these meetings and, you know, it was it was crazy experiences. Like, I'm at the Fox Studios, man. And, like, I'm meeting, like, the owner of Fox. He's little, though, like, four feet. Like, bro, he, like, we all in the room and he's like, hmm, so what do I need this for? <laughs> what, what would this do for our network? And then he jump off the couch. And then when he get off the couch, he like got shorter. And then he walked around the room. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? What is this? Like, bro, like, and hey, well, we, we, we out here, homie. We out here, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, I was on the first red carpet. Uh, 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 I mean, it was a lot of good stuff. I mean, I went to the London. I stayed in the London hotel. I flew first class next to Sean White. I mean, a bunch of uh, stuff that, um, you know, Chris Rock done for me, I definitely appreciate. But I didn't like the every time you go somewhere, you're going to yeah. hear that. You're going to get tired of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it it it's kind of taken away from from your legacy that you was right. trying to yeah. build. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now it's like you feel like people are only attaching you to him. And you, you, I mean, you've been trying to build your own thing. Yeah. And I, and I think the best example you gave was you went from being that person and somebody to you work with somebody and now yeah. you're walking into spaces not being known for you but for who you know yeah it, it's a big ego like it feels like somebody yeah. punches you in the gut because you walk in and you're like yeah you seen my oh you asking for who nah he's not here yeah. <laughs> I, see luckily for me it only happens with this whack ass same <laughs> same so we're yeah. Tim. We're Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Know what somewhere broke <laughs> 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 hey, spe speaking of giving you your credit and your flowers, bro. So every day, I mean, like at least like maybe once a once a week or month, someone will hit me with the A. Hey, I went to Costco today, and I thought of you because Costco keeps the cost low, <laughs> and they always attribute that to me. But I'm like, hey. Deshaun wrote that shit. I didn't write it. Yeah. I didn't. Little, little dude, dirty might have said it, but he <laughs> he wrote it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm always like. And I always want to tell him, nah, nah, I didn't write it. I'd be like, ha, ha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All day. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you told me after we did the rap battle, man, it was 2011 still, and you was like in Paris on tour again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was, I'm at the crib was, like a troll. Been in Paris. <laughs> I was somewhere. I was, probably, I was somewhere. It was, you was like in London. You probably, was somewhere. Maybe, maybe. And then you was like, hey, man, I'm out here and people keep bringing up the rap battle. They keep quoting me. I'm like, for real? He was like, yeah, man, that's crazy. But you was definitely far over oceans and you know what I mean? Yeah. So you hit me with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. The Chris Rock experience has been was great. Uh, I've been doing stand up lately. Now I'm back on YouTube. Um, Spiral is in theaters right now. <laughs> we got we got we got some Patreon questions. We got some special questions from the Patreon for you too. You know? Side note, nice outfit. Thank you. Uh, had to compliment the pants. Got the zip going on. Yeah. These are the mamacita right there. Yeah, this is a nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice outfit you got. Compliment. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, bro, you always on I man. You always been the stylish. Snazzy. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't I couldn't pull off those. Y'all both got zippers on your pants. <laughs> Fancy pants. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So let's see. Um, 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 someone said, oh, some, Deshaun, where did you go, man? <laughs> but, but you already told us. <laughs> He's here. Someone said, can Chunk Dirty and Super Hot do another battle? Okay. 
<laughs> Super Hot versus Chunk Dirty Two with Mew Spitter. Oh, with Mew Spitter. Oh, shit. Mew Spitter. Do you still talk to those guys? Man, I just I was trying to get in contact with Mew Spitter a few days ago. But I can't find I can't find his Instagram. Can't find his. I know people. Nah, know he him. picked up. He just couldn't hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, that's funny. No, that's crazy. Okay, Tim, I got a question for you. Okay, I got a question for you. How is life right now in 2021? Like, what are your plans? What are your goals for this year? What do you see yourself at the end of the year? I'm supposed to be asking you that. Okay, okay, okay. But nobody comes here and interviews you. I talk about myself enough. I'll tell you, and then then you answer the same question. <laughs> um, life for me right now, man, it's, it's great, bro. You know, um, I feel like... I feel blessed to still be busy during coming off the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of people, uh, it really uh, hit their businesses hard, even like in the entertainment shit. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I'm still kind of getting work uh, during these times, like I feel blessed, um, especially with the new baby, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like the baby is beautiful. She's uh, pooping and giggling and uh, farting. It's great. Um, Super fun. And... um, uh, my cholesterol is a little high, but I'm healthy for the most part. Oh um, man, <laughs> yeah. giving out health facts. Yeah, Somebody got my blood work yesterday, yeah. and uh, all my signs came out real okay. But but I, but I look up. My skin's clearing up though. Right. Uh, oh but, yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot. Th- thank you, thank you. You know my uh, uh, my hair. I'm getting a little gray hairs, but as long as I keep the fade fresh, you can't see them. So we're good. Ponytail mm. is on point today. By the way, nice scrunchie. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and uh, yeah, man, you know, blessed to be busy still and, you know, just trying to raise this family and, uh, you know, just having a good time, bro. Mm, have a good time. And I know I said back in the day I used to watch Tim, but listen to me. I was on Tim's channel last week and I seen he had a comment from MTV. <laughs> I'm on his page. It's like MTV. Keep it going, Tim. This is great. I click on him like, is that MTV? Got a award show next week. Da, da, da. That's like you kicking it with me. Hey, hold on, bro. That's BET. BET taking yeah, what y'all doing? Like, bro, you got a whole, you got a whole network. I'm just, I'm just hello. The, what up, comedy? I'm Andrew? just an employee, like, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a part of the family. That's it. The MTV family. Wild like, out never hit. Wild out never hit you. Oh yeah, I did. Wild out. I, I got it. I nailed. The, I got the audition. Um, I went to the audition and, and Nick Cannon liked me. Uh huh. And um, he they gave it to me season one. And what happened? And um, I didn't. I didn't go. I didn't go. That was See, like now. I was gonna bring that up because the day I went to audition, I saw your name on the list. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure, and I just assumed like, oh, I guess it just didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? But so what? What happened then? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what happened? Okay, 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 okay. Don't incriminate yourself, nigga. <laughs> you know the long pause where you're like, Ooh, what am I gonna say? What can I say? What I mean, can't you I don't, say? you don't have like, to tell. I don't, I have I, the thing about me is I don't really have no feels. Let me see this no chase. He said no, man. no, no. The no chase. Don't do it. Don't do it. You no, no, said no. This call Wait, hold on. You know, yeah. Just you take a little sip. You know, do the whole thing. Okay. So, man, we supposed to shoot the first I episode. Know if I tell y'all, cause you know what? I don't like when I watch interviews and people be like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell you off camera." Uh, I hate that. I be want to punch the screen. I mean, but like, <laughs> come on, Rick Ross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, tell me what happened. The game, the game. Like, it just be a random. The game. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you off camera. Like, come on, damn it, Trey Songz. Yeah, come on, Trey Songz. Did you fuck her or not? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all. He did. <laughs> yeah, and, he and, did. and it's a million people watch the interview. It's the one person like, nah, okay, okay, okay. Fuck, this is gonna be funny. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be funny. All right. So I get the audition. I'm gonna tell y'all. Y'all wanna know what happened? Yeah. yeah. Y'all wanna know what happened with Dwyer now? Uh, of course. Uh-huh. Y'all wanna know what happened? 
This is a true story. All right. Uh, this is No Chaser Podcast exclusive. All right. I go to Wild and Out with my agent. They said, Deshaun Raw. That's Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, Deshaun Raw. Nick Cannon's a lot bigger in person. Yeah. You know. So you know this is a real story. I'm like, damn, Nick Cannon? Like, bro, like big, like big. I'm like, you bigger than uh upperclassmen. You know what I mean? You don't look that big on drum line. You know what I mean? I don't be working out. I don't know. He was tired of the jokes or something. Uh the red squad was getting too, you know what I mean? Yeah, low so, key. So I go in there, they like Nick Cannon. Da, da. No cap. Nick Cannon's like, hey, so uh, who wrote the rap battles? No cap. I said, I wrote the rap battles. He said, all of them? I said, yeah, man, I wrote all the rap battles. He was like, damn. And at that moment, I knew I was somebody. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a good start. You're off to when a good Nick start. When Cannon asked me who wrote the rap battles, and I told him, and he went, damn, and was impressed, I was like, oh, wow. I'm in those bars. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, that impressed him? I'm coming to work, you know what I mean, with you. So when he said that, Head blew up, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, he's in there. I started, you know what I mean? A lot of stuff led to the channel getting deleted. So anyway, so anyway, so anyway, I'm like, okay. So he like, oh, that shit was funny. Um, he was like, damn, he was impressed with me. He was like, yo, head, um, you know, you know, act like uh, this is what he said. He was like, act like Kevin Hart was right here and he was doing a wild style. So I was like, all right, act like Kevin Hart was right here doing a wild style. He was like, okay, cool. Act like it's a wild and out girl right there. So I did my little wild and out girl. He let me holler. Act like this. And he said, okay, cool. So I left. And then um, I left, I promise you, on some weird shit. My manager called me and was like, okay, you got the part. Be here uh, like tomorrow or two days later. But at the time, I was signed to ICM, and I so happened to have the same agent as Nick Cannon. Okay. Um, so uh, then after that, my, uh, my, man, my, my manager got off the phone. And then after that, uh, uh, Chris Rock called me. And then uh, Chris was like, bro, you got your own show. You know, don't worry about Wild Now. You got your own show. But me and my back of my mind, I ain't have much faith in my show. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I was Rick. This is like eleven years ago. Like he, like you got your own show, and it's uh, and it's like I don't know if I got it. You know, it's like telling someone you can lift weights. Yeah, like something yeah. hey, you like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can hit four twenty five. Yeah, right? Come on. Will you spot me? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to go to Wild Now, hit the dumbbells. He like, bro, you got your own show. I'm like, bro, I can't lift. Like, bro, I got this. Is gonna hit my chest. This ain't mounting back up. Uh -huh. So he's like, you got your own show, but in back of my mind, I'm like. Mm, nah, I didn't know. I was, I was like, I ain't really, I ain't really know about that thing getting picked up. Uh, you know, but when we were filming it, it was funny, it was good. I would like to see the pilot again, but I was always sure it wasn't getting picked up. I promise you, when I did the Comedy Central pilot, I was always sure it was not going to get picked up. Mm. But I didn't let anyone know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't let nobody see that. I just lied and act like was pressure, nigga. On Mayweather, nothing yeah. affects me. TV show. Movies, I got to, bro. I'm panicked. Yeah. I'm stressed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking That's about a lot the of pressure. show and Richard Pride and everything. I'm like 20 years old. I'm like the soldier boy at comedy. You know how everybody hates a soldier boy. Right. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm young. I'm, I got shot. So I'm like, bro, I'm. I'm stressed out, yeah. bro, but I'm just like, I'm acting like I can handle it. And I remember I was in the room with Chris Rock had hired a female writer to help me write. And she was like grown. She was looking at me. She was like, well, you know, this is a lot of pressure for you. You know, are you nervous? And I looked her in the eyes and I was like, nah, I ain't nervous. <laughs> Lies. She's like, nice. Oh, we gonna okay, have to do yeah. a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. she, she, she adjusted right her seat. Right? Nah. <laughs> she was like, are you nervous? I was like, nah, me? 
Nervous. <laughs> I, I laugh at nervous. And so, he laughs in the face of nervous. As I'm saying that, I'm like peeing on myself. <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Nigga, I'm what, a TV show? Yeah. Easy. Right. I always could do this. Trip, trip, trip. Bro, I was just nervous. So I was just like, I never felt. I always like, I don't know, mind you. I wanted to do like stage TV shows. So it's like I'm on stage like Dave Chappelle and I throw it to the skits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never done stand-up before. Right. So again, I'm 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 talking to Chris. I'm like, hey, we got I gotta be on stage. And then um and then I gotta uh and then I gotta uh bring the skits out. And he like, nah, 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 nah. Like the stage ain't for you. The stage ain't for you. You know what I mean? So uh but, he, but I had never done stand-up, and I wasn't prepared for it. But that ooh is right. So when I was talking to Chris Rock about doing stand-up, and he was always telling me the stage ain't for me, I'm like, is he a hater? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, listen, listen. If you're a football scholar, right? You're a football scholar. And LeBron comes to you and was like, hey, I want to sign you. And you're like, you know what? I like being a quarterback, but I'm thinking about hooping, too. And LeBron like, nah, that ain't for you. Just, just, yeah. just play football. You're going to be like... Hold on. Hold on. You know what I mean? If I'm talking to you about switching sports, shouldn't you be the main one like, oh, this is how you write a joke. Oh, this is how you control a crowd. Oh, this is how you do it. That that sprinkle of doubt. That sprinkle of doubt just grows and grows. So I'm telling you, one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time, hey, you know, the stand-up shit is cool. I mean, the sketch shit is cool, but I want to start doing stand-up. And he's constantly like, no, you're not a stand-up comedian. No. So now I'm like, I can't trust you. You know what I mean? mean? Because I'm like... I don't listen. Like, if there's anybody who can help me with that, nigga, right. yeah, yeah, like so. it, it, it does kind of seem like he's giving you some uh, some bad advice through all these uh, yeah. different stories. That shit would scare. Seem- seemingly, yeah. Yeah. seemingly yeah. bad advice through yeah. all these stories. That's scary, especially if you're looking at him like, I want to do this, and he's like, No, and you're like, Yes, no, yes, yeah. yeah, no, and then you're like, Maybe you're right, yeah. and then you're like, Well, okay, well, I got this other show too, and he's like, No, no. <laughs> do this exact one no. the way I say uh, we, was at, we was like at a theater bro. Yeah, we was at a theater we're in a comedy club I'm like yeah man I want to do stand up I want to do comedy Chris Rock was like man look at you you ain't no stand up comedian hmm. you know how to look at you what does that have to do with anything like, I can't wear jerseys and do right. stand up like right. I don't understand but yeah yeah wow. yeah yeah so what, what what if he thought he was giving you some tough love and you were supposed to be like, no, I can do this. And I agree because this is what I did. Uh-huh. Later, I seen an interview with like Ben Affleck or Leonardo DiCaprio. And Leonardo DiCaprio was like, when anybody ever tell me they want to be an actor, I tell them, no, it's not for them. Mm. Because if they going to take that, then they're not an actor. Uh-huh. But if they're going to say no, it's not for them and be like, fuck you, Leonardo DiCaprio. And then they act. Then that's for them. But Leonardo DiCaprio was like, whenever, somebody been acting, I don't want to get it wrong, but somebody was like, big though, when they ask me to be an actor, I always say, no, it's not for you. That's just what they do. So, you know, I'm always looking on the bright side. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that was just his Jedi mind. Yeah. I, maybe he was just like, da, 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 da. but okay, back to the, I never, the, I never was really comfortable with the pilot. I was very, very young. I was young, had a young crowd around me, young homies. Mm-hmm. We were smoking, we was drinking. I didn't know enough. I ain't learned enough. I ain't been, I ain't studied enough comedy. Like, you know, the and Richard Pryors, the Red partying. Man, <laughs> the Red Foxes, we was partying like bad. So it was like, it was like a lot I had to, I had to learn. But now, right now, I feel like after watching Issa Rae go from awkward black girl to insecure, mm. after watching a lot of things and watching a lot of shows. I mean, from you guys' Ricky Shuck show on YouTube to the World Star Hip Hop Headquarters. I mean, 
when this shit happened like 10 years ago, it was like first of its kind, mm-hmm. Blazing the Trail. So now it's like, I can sit back and watch a lot of people put shows together and I can see, oh, I can do this or I can do that and I'm getting better and I'm getting confidence and I'm watching more shows. I don't watch the Richard Pryor show, the Chris Rock show. Um, everyone's seen Dave Chappelle show a million times. Like uh, the Richard Pryor show came out in like the 70s. Um, got the box set, watched all these stand-ups. So, I mean, I got, I mean, I got a lot, a lot better. But the whole pilot was... For me, it was a really stressful time. That's another reason why I deleted the channel. It was just like a really stressful, a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations. I mean, a lot of most people around me was just expecting, you know, cars. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, ah. they thought you were Oprah? You know what I mean? To say the least. Yeah, like, like oh, we home. We made it. Like, right. good. So it's just like, I still have to produce. So. And you had a big squad, too. It was, yeah. a lot, it was a lot of people, I feel. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of mental like everything that I'm hearing, like mentally, it sounded like you needed a break. Yeah. To to really discover who you wanted to be, to filter out the noise. Yeah. And then to get focused. Because it sounded like you've always been focused. It, it seems as though you knew what you wanted, but there was distractions. And then the moment that I feel like everybody could take away from was when you knew you didn't do well. And the yes men around you told you you killed it. And then you reevaluate. It sounds like that was that moment. You know, we all have that one moment in our lives where we go, <laughs> "I got to change this up." That sounded like an aha moment. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it definitely was. So, wh- at what point after you deleted your YouTube videos were you like, "Ah, maybe I shouldn't have did that"? <laughs> um. Well, what happened was I did delete the YouTube videos, but a lot of people was re-uploading them. Ah. So it's like if you got a gaming channel. If you got a fishing channel, if you got a karate channel, they take the, oh, psych, that's the wrong number. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people was taking the videos and clicking it and, um, I mean, and putting it in their videos. And um, I signed to um, create music group. And luckily, they were able to copyright uh, a lot it. of wow. my videos. Yeah. So a lot of my okay. videos are claimed on YouTube when I didn't have a channel. Uh-huh. So I had no channel at all. No uh, evidence of me, but everyone else who was reclipping my meme was getting um, demonetized, uh-huh. and, All right. and it was coming to me. Um, um, so, as far as that, as far as the original rap battle priority being viral, that helped a lot. And then um, I was able, I was able to focus on stand up, even though I was terrible at it. I literally had nothing else to do. Mm. Like, and it's like, and then it's pressure on that because it's like, dang, you deleted your videos. You know, you can't really be playing video games. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you delete your videos, you playing these games. Oh, yeah, I'm working on my stand-up. Like, no. Yeah. These videos are right. gone. So it's almost like jumping without a parachute type mm-hmm. shit. So I'm like, you know, I had a lot of confidence going into the situation. And that was a problem. You uh. know what I mean? But, um, but um, How's your stand-up now? My stand-up now is good. It's good. It's a lot better. It's a lot better. But it's good. I would say... Um, great. Yeah. Next time I have a show, it's probably going to be really, 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 really good. I got some stand up that I haven't put out yet, but, um, honestly, honestly, my skits are better. Okay. Honestly, I got skits coming out that are way better than my stand up, and I would love for my stand up to be there, you know, comedically, but it's not fucking with my skits right now. Mm-hmm. But I keep trying like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> make these stand-up jokes on some but all I, right all right all right well whatever but i mean man i mean look look at you man you ain't no stand-up so i take it you are feeling good better like ment- 
I'm I'm coming from the mental perspective. How you yeah. feel today, mentally with mentally, your career? Mentally, I feel great, man. I feel great. Tim hit me up a year ago, like a year and a half ago. I was like, "Hey, man, come to the No Chaser podcast." I'm like, "Let me wait until I really have shit rolling. Mm-hmm. Let me wait till I have shit together. Let me wait till I have to be going." Not to say I wasn't just at the house, motherfucking stretching. Like I was still doing stand up. I was still working on stuff. I'm still writing scripts. Did some short films. You know what I mean? That went into some concerts, but. I'm like, nah, I'm not ready. So when I feel like I'm ready and I have like content and I'm going to be consistent, because this is the No Chaser podcast. I'm not really trying to waste nobody's time. This is a big platform. You know what I mean? You so could have came and wasted our time, dog. I mean, you know, plenty of people we have. We time all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of people <laughs> have. We had a lot of time wasters. <laughs> Y'all know who you are. We love you. You guys are funny. So I was like, he hit me up like a year ago. What's up, Deshaun? Come through, man. Let's talk. And I was like, wait. You know what I mean? Then I think like eight, eight, like another. Uh, then after that year and a half, that's when I FaceTime him. And I'm like, yo, I'm ready. Like, yeah. it's go time. I got my circle together i got my business together i got my content i'm about to make i told him what i was about to do with the content he was like okay sounds all right sounds like sounds like sounds better you know what i mean uh, i told him i was off drugs you know what i mean and he was like okay that's good you're sober you know what i mean that, that, i was i was definitely i was like okay that is good nice. so do you want to drink when you come here or we're oh, not no, gonna no, no no i'm back on but i'm better i remember man back back when like before you deleted your shit, I got a wild call. You remember this call? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I remember you was like, yo, Tim, come to Vegas right now. We in Vegas. We got a suite at the Palms. We doing lines on strippers. Uh, uh, Bodie, yeah, we, yeah, we do lines on everything. Yes, it was either a or coochie. coochie. Yeah, it was like, come through, come through. I'm like, I can't, man. Yes, uh, not, right. not right now. The way my relationship is set up. Were you busy? Uh, like to Were you busy that night? I, I, I was, I Were you probably, busy? Who's too busy for lines off Gucci? <laughs> who, who can't clear up their schedule for that? You know, honestly, this was so long ago. I was probably single. If if I was in Vegas, I probably would have pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> would have been like, excuse me, where's just Gucci? To see. No, I would have been like, see I see the lines. Where's like, Gucci? Oh, yeah, exactly. Work. I would be like, bro, can you do this line off this Gucci so I can just take your this Gucci, please? Yeah. Take, take, the, take yeah. the coke away. I'm good. Yeah, excuse me. Tim's like, uh, assistant, somebody, here, just a little something for you. <laughs> Clean this up, please. Tim, we're doing lines off coochie. We got elephants, we got balloons, we got cookies. Come down, there's some orange juice. Okay. Cookies? <laughs> I'm there, bro. And said balloons? Cookies. Balloons, elephants, and cookies. Sounds like a party I want to be at. baboon or balloon? Balloon, okay. Either right. one. Baboon, I'm coming too. I'm coming ah, faster man. if there's a baboon. I forgot about that phone call, but don't. I remember the party. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you yeah, didn't remember any of that. That sounded fun. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> no, I'm kind of mad I didn't go now looking back on it. Balloons? Cheese. Coochie? He said balloons. <laughs> balloons and coochie. That's a party. Well, <laughs> well hey, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you're off the drugs as well. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I definitely feel like, you know, for someone to be going through feeling that much pressure, Ooh. I'm like, you know, you got to, you know, if you're really trying to get into it, you got to get your mind clear. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like fully, fully do what you want to do. And I can tell just the way you talk about this shit, like you really, you know, you really want to take this shit seriously, you know, especially yeah. the stand up. Is there a reason why you really want to do stand up when you know your skit writing game is on point? 
like is there a reason why you kind of hold stand up like no no fuck it <laughs> no 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 fuck it no no skits is making me more money right I, <laughs> I have no passion I have no heart I'm not my the spirit of fuck it listen to me listen what's I tried listen to me I'm not listen fuck it listen bro look do look. I look like a stand up <laughs> listen to me no listen no super high fire on the way <laughs> no. I mean uh, me. honestly that's that's part of the reason why I never went into stand up because when I was doing YouTube shit. I was I did like two open mic nights doing stand up yeah. and I was like yo this was fun but I knew that if I was going to do it I needed to really take time and get good at it and the YouTube shit was already starting to make money I was like all right let me just let me just do this man but like there is a part of me that still is like I be randomly writing down I'm like oh if I ever did stand up this shit might be kind of funny you know what I'm saying okay. just a little something right I, I've only ever considered selling jokes to people uh, I never would get on the stage Cause I feel like I have the timing, but if the crowd turns, I don't know how to get it back. Uh, <laughs> I would not know how to get it back, and I'm not about to do the work to figure that shit out. Bro, That's here's hilarious. what we need to do. Yeah, we need to <laughs> we we need to do a night at the Improv and call it "We Are Trash at Stand Up Special." <laughs> we are we not trash. we not good at this. Yeah, Just, like, I'm with that. Terrible. Listen to me. Drake's first mixtape was called "Room for Improvement." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right, his shit was called "Room for Improvement." He came in as humble as possible. Look, we we we'll call it special, but I'm not a stand up. I'm with it. <laughs> Not a stand up though. I'm with it. We working out the kinks, man. I would love to do stand up with you, man. And like I said, um, you know, I'm I'm way better at skits, man. I don't I don't know why, but I've been working. So I got a lot of shit, man. We can work together. We can hit some mics. We can um bro, I'm to the level of you and two like three of my stand up homies. We could just be in the room, hear your set. Nick, you can hear our set, give us ideas, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, I mean I love stand up, man. There's nothing better than there's nothing better than being on stage and making a room full of people laugh, right. you know, off of what you say. I mean, you know, um, that's tight. I mean, rapping, I like rapping. You got the music behind you, but it's like you just stand there flat fluted and then you say something and you give people a curveball and you have the whole room laugh. I mean, a room full of people laughing. If this is full of for the people in a room full of people laughing, it feels good, man. And I done got millions and millions of views and I've been in the comedy club and had people laughing and and, and that's where it's at. Mm. And that's that's what I want to do. Like I want to be like a, a a real comedian and I wanted to do stand-up off the gate, um, but I was just really, really afraid of it. It's scary. You know, the number one fear in the world is like public speaking. Mm. And the number two is drowning. Ah. Like, how the fuck are you? Yeah. Right. Like, number three is catching on fire. Like, <laughs> I mean, I really like this. I'm talking right. in front of people. Bro, than drowning. It's like fear, bro. And then you get up there and everybody got their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make me laugh. Let's see. You know One what I mean? One of my favorite things to do is go to stand-up comedy shows. I love going. And you're right. As soon as somebody gets your attention, I you can see the comedian feeding. Uh-huh. And that one laugh. And that other laugh. And then they're like, oh, and you. And then you can just see someone get comfortable. And everybody's style's different. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the people, the comedians that go on and they feed off the crowd. Joe Coy actually is like, his part yeah. of his set mainly is him talking about the people in the crowd. And I've seen a lot of comedians. But when you find yours mm. and your thing that's all that matters because no matter what anybody else is doing, they like you. And when you find that one laugh that you're like, okay, that worked. And then you keep building it and building. So when you do your show, I'm going to be sitting, I'll be like this. They're trash, but I got a sign. I'm like, yay. <laughs> Sell me your jokes. I'll take some of them. <laughs> We're going to work out the kinks. <laughs> Sell me some of your jokes. I need help. <laughs> We're going to work out the kinks before we hit the stage. But I mean, you go to concerts, you go to movies. 
Man, it feels good when you take a girl on a date or even when you go with the homies and you go to a funny ass comedy show yeah. and you're laughing for an hour. It's amazing. What? Mm-hmm. That's that feels great. And then you leave and you talk about the jokes and a week later you drive and it's like, oh, that's like the joke. Remember? Because you eating and driving, just like D Ray said. Don't eat and drive. Man, comedy shows are the fucking business, man. And they they take uh like pain and you know, all the crazy quote unquote stuff that's happening and people make jokes out of it. Yeah. And everybody in the room uh, across all walks of life, all genders, all races, all laugh at the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, this is cool, dog. Like, you know, somebody really break it down or we all say say something. That everyone's all been thinking our relationship stuff, our uh, sex stuff, our friendship stuff. Mm-hmm. And people re- and you relate yeah. like it's awesome. man. I want to make movies about stand up and everything. I really I do. I, I really, 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 really do enjoy it a lot. Definitely. Like it's 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 the bomb. Like going to see a stand up and then uh, doing stand up myself is the bomb. And uh, and a secret when I watch like great great stand up comedians, it doesn't really like that's inspiring. But I really get inspired when I watch bad stand up comedians. <laughs> like I go to YouTube and I watch stand up comedians that are bad, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll be ready to write a joke. That's so funny that you say that, dog, because that's not crazy at all. Like the only reason why I really was like telling myself I was gonna work on a new album like last year mm-hmm. is because I was hearing so much trash, like yeah. so much shit. I was like, this is whack. This is what gets <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. co signed as like a good bar nowadays i was like i need to get back and start working on my shit you know and me and rick yeah. love watching cringy like bad skits bad yeah, movies it's inspiring yeah i love it it I love is because <laughs> when you're watching something great you could just chill and watch it right but when you're watching something bad you're like oh no not like that yeah. Or, yeah. you're you doing to, it wrong you, you know start it's to dissect problem. it yeah, yeah. And you'd be like they got money for this yeah yeah <laughs> that that's how i learned a lot of shit though like when it comes to stand-up because i used to not realize why People can be so funny in skits and then not on stage. But I'm like, oh, on stage, it takes out the straight man. Mm-hmm. On the skits, you write it so that this person is like this, and then I react to that. It's yeah. going to be funny. You don't have that shit on the stage. So now you got to figure out a totally different format. But so many people go on trying to do that shit, you know what I'm saying, or recreate what we're doing right here. It's easy to bounce off of everybody and make yeah. the joke, but you got nobody to bounce off of. You got to be yeah. every part of it on the stage, and a lot of people just don't realize that shit, and they get up there thinking they funny, mm-hmm. and it don't work because everybody's there make me laugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, any, and anything live, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So if you don't know how to react to yeah. the, like, the thing you least expected, mm-hmm you don't have anything to say. So it's almost like a lot of the people that do things that are live, they've already thought about 17 different scenarios mm-hmm. and are prepared for the person that decides to yell something in the back. Yeah. And you're like, oh, perfect, I've been waiting. And then you have like your next Yeah, thing. exactly. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who are not funny on stage and then they get heckled because they're not funny and then they're funny. They're like, oh, Now I can go off of something. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You gave me something to go off of. There's my one of my favorite comedians, Dion Cole. Mm. He, oh, he okay. oh, the homie, me and my homie. Okay, go bro, ahead. He he takes risks. Mm. <laughs> like the way he delivers his shit, that deadpan, mm. and where he does a thing where he act like he's trying out jokes. He has a little notepad out mm. and he say the joke, and then when they laugh, he check it off real slowly. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking hilarious. But if that doesn't work, it you that you bomb right that yeah. deadpan shit if it doesn't work that mm-hmm. night it is a terrible set so yeah he's one of my favorites yeah one of my favorite and on some deadpan shit just reminded me uh we saw randomly we were at a comedy club and and uh and jeff ross came out right mm. oh, and he and he was like he was like i have a poem can we dim the lights please and and the lights stayed on he said 
perfect. <laughs> and everybody cracked up. It's like so that. amazing. <laughs> it is wild when you see those little moments that yeah. why why would I think that that would be funny? And then the right person does it and you're like, genius. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like, when you're on stand-up, there's no editing. Nope. There's no reshoots. There's no cutting off the camera. There's no... Bro, you can redo a whole skit if it didn't come out the way you like it. Right. You're mm-hmm. up there and it will never happen again. Yeah. This person will never yell out. This person will never drop a drink. <laughs> this person will never say, fuck Milwaukee. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who's from Milwaukee? Fuck Milwaukee. Yeah. You're only going to get that one time. I saw someone get kicked out of a show. I've actually been to several comedy shows where the comedians, it was they were done. They were like, get that person out. Damn. One dude yeah. yelled out, tacos. To Gabriel Iglesias, and he kicked the guy out the show because it's real. I mean, but it's <laughs> but it's real, and we all were like, "Oh shit, are we joking? Is this?" But it made for one of the most memorable shows I've ever seen in my life. The thing was amazing because he did that and then went right back on to. Yeah. And he made something of it, and that's what's beautiful about comedians. Because, like you said, he had a bad day. If I ever do stand up, someone better not yell tacos at me. Oh, <laughs> where? <laughs> Why aren't they here? <laughs> Tim would be eating uh, on stage. I can see that. Uh, yeah, I just, so, I just think that's funny. I, I feel like Tim would walk out with food and Hennessy. <laughs> that's funny. You've done stand-up before, right? I've, I've, yeah, 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 I've yeah. done like two open mic nights probably. So you've never done a set like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, five like, minutes? Front I did like five tops. Yeah, yeah. How'd the open mics go? It were good. Like I definitely had a couple that... Here was the trippiest part of doing stand-up for me. Okay, right? okay, okay. Let me buckle in. The, no, it was not even crazy. It's the trippiest part is everybody's so different everyone finds different things funny so you can have somebody cracking up right in front of you and have somebody right next to them just like yeah staring at you like the fuck are you talking about Mm -hmm. bro but i do i do remember there is a rush of like when you hit that joke that everybody laughs at it's like it's a rush you know what i'm saying um and you know i definitely had my my jokes that didn't hit uh i had my jokes that did hit and um and it 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 is something i've always like like i said it's always been in the back of my mind like and i'm always kind of jotting shit down practicing shit in the shower you know Mm. what i'm saying but it's never it's not something that um like like i said i respect it so much yeah like i grew up watching specials on comedy central all that shit all the time so it's like i really want to respect the the craft of it you know but but we could do a i'm trash at stand-up stand-up special yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that would be the best way to do it because coming from youtube and shit people have these expectations yeah because you said um like there's no redo to the, but that's wrong there is when you think about it yeah oh you're right you could be like it's another night mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i we watched kevin hart do his uh special before last in long beach okay and then when the special came out a lot of the jokes were different and twisted and changed and inflections were different because he was working it out. He was going yeah. to different places. Yeah. Okay, they laugh when I did that. Uh, they didn't really laugh at this. They didn't really laugh. And he tweaks it. He tweaks it. And it was the same exact set, just with different inflections and shit like that. So they do get to edit. But mm, when you coming from this YouTube shit, you don't have that luxury because it's like, oh, you got all these followers. You got all these views. You can't even make me laugh. Different. You know what I'm saying? You don't get the chance to work the shit out on different crowds before you give it to the people. So that's the only thing that sucks. So calling it that, being like, oh, <laughs> we're trash and we're just trying, that's the safest way to do that, it. We're I, trash and we're just trying. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's get get, get funny or die trying. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got plenty of stand-up homies who are like, yo, man, if you ever want to work out like two, three minutes before a set, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'll help you punch up jokes whatever whatever i'll be thinking about it i'll be thinking about I don't, it i don't know if you guys have ever seen it but there is a show it did one and it did win some awards but uh marvelous mrs Maisel. Mm-hmm. so it's pretty much about a, a housewife who gets divorced and 
accidentally becomes a stand-up comedian. Whoa. And it goes through her struggle. Whoa, 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 like, what, 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 what Marvelous, the, uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, Miss. HBO, Hulu, Miss, Netflix. is it Miss? I think it's on Netflix. Oh. What's on Netflix? I think so. Uh, no, it's on Amazon. I know, it won Amazon. a lot of awards. It won a lot of awards. It's about but, a woman who does stand-up? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, Marvelous so Mrs. it's... Mabel. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll but here's so the thing. I'm <laughs> no, but but the amazing part of everything that you've that everything everyone has said right now is that you guys are going through a process and throughout the show it was nice being able to see what comedians go through. I mean through a cinematic perspective, but mm-hmm. like bombing and going and nailing the same, like going 7 days in a row, 7 nights in a row in New York doing these shows and it's the same joke. Tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, and then boom, it hit. And then you watch the manager say, nah, you got a five-minute set. Nope. Now it's a 10-minute set. Perfect. Ooh, you got a 15. Then you see her change one thing. And then Mm. went, you just went from a 15 to a five. Why'd you do that? And so watching the process of elimination, essentially, like Rick said it, you do get do-overs. You go every night until it's better than you get your special. And then there it is. But it's tough. And I think that it's a great show, especially if you're looking to just watch other people struggle through the process until somebody else makes something better. I, I think it's a great show. Um, and it really does show you that like perfecting your craft and respecting your industry is important. So you saying you want it to be better to be here mm-hmm. like that to me was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, that's really cool that you yeah. looked at us like you wasn't going to just come waste anybody's time. So you are. You have a bright future ahead of you. You you don't want to waste people's energy or their time. No, so definitely not. Not you guys. That's no chaser. Yeah. He's always been very intentional. I remember your uh, blogs and shit where you would have to like get on your homies for cussing because you wanted it to be as clean as possible so you can get the the, uh, the ads. <laughs> but I was like, most people, especially at that age, are not doing that. Right. Just fucking talking to be you. But he's like, stop cussing. <laughs> and I was like, that that's interesting because... And this was after meeting you. I was like, these niggas definitely because <laughs> there's not no clean kids over here. All right, man. So, um, what? Uh, anything you wanna? What, what you about to drop on us? What should we be looking forward to? Oh man, uh, a bunch of new content, man. We got the um, we're not good at this stand up comedy special <laughs> uh, coming uh, winter 2021 <laughs> Christmas. You better move into 2022. Winter, right? Winter, goddamn, let's start writing. <laughs> right, he don't got enough time. We got him doing an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two forty-five. Yeah. Ricky doing an hour. Let's go. Already, we don't have to be good, so it's yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> Then we're about to bomb special <laughs> if we sell out and we tell them it's bad. Yeah. Y'all can't get mad. Okay. So we got that coming at the end of the year, yeah. winter. Um, I got um a bunch of new content coming out. I have the NFT coming out. Oh. Uh the career of Super Hot Fire is the new channel. For sure. Um, tune in. I mean, I I'm thanks for all the love. Thanks for everybody who subscribed. I put out a video, man, and got sh- Honestly, I got like 30,000 subscribers in like two weeks mm-hmm. from a from a blank channel. I had a blank channel, nothing on it. Uh, a million views came. 30,000 subscribers came from a random channel. Like I just started it, just made it. So I really appreciate that love, man. I'm at like a, a million point four, 1.4 in a video. It's like three weeks old. Um, I have a bunch of new content that me and the homies, we done already filmed. We done already edited. Right now, we just making sure that everything is put out like strategically, um, but we're not we're not moving slow. So the Career Super High Fire is the channel. We have a bunch of new uh, Deshaun Ross sketches coming. 
a bunch of new Super Hot Fire, the show, uh, the album. We have uh, battles, and then we got the uh, stand-up comedy special that we dropping. We gonna take over the game? It's lit. We taking over the county. We taking over <laughs> the stand-up county game. Hey, 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 hey! One more time, shout out to my guy Deshaun Ross, Super Hot Fire for coming through, man. Looking forward to everything you're working on, and I know you're about to kill everything too. And um, hey, guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you check out all his shit. Subscribe to his new channel. Thank you for listening to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chatharangsu. I'm Ricky Shot. I'm Nate Blades. Bye.